it's time, right about fucking time, for another episode of Jesus PC85 Christ. Plays on the Pods of the Knights at 85 Network. I am your Dungeon Master, Cody Sandusky, and it is time to return to the mists, the village, the land, uh, city, state, and county of Barovia for the Curse of Strahd campaign. After our fairly lengthy hiatus to allow some more horrors to occur in Perryville, we return with our cast of five as we come back under the view of one Strahd Von Zerovich getting ready to entertain, engage, and see what else may arise in this village of Barovia after such an ominous turn in the Lagroft Manor. Joining us are our five characters starting in the grid layout I have before me on Discord. Uh, she plays Zephra, our Arganasi. It is Lindsay Wolfgang. I think I found a pen that works. We will find out in about 10 minutes. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Who also seeing how things will go is our resident blood hunter Bjorn. It's the Kaz. My cup's empty. Well, sounds like a personal problem, buddy. Uh, someone who we don't think has personal problems yet, but we'll probably peel back the layers of that shield. It is Rasmus Thomason being played by Double H. That ought to do it. Thanks very much, Cody. There you go. Uh, Old Red himself, you know, that coon dog going north or south, we don't know. It's the Wood Elf Ranger, Alfred, played by the man himself, Tanner Calvert. Yeah, who gives a damn? And the man who couldn't give a fuck less about anything, anyone, or this goddamn campaign. It is the legally distinct from Belmont from the rejected Game Boy game, Aiden Valmont. It's a co-owner, creator, the fuck he is, the head man here at the show. It is Shannon Young. That's not my name. Uh, his name has been changed to Shitbag Ferguson. It's Wilma Dickfit. That's Wilma, uh, first name, yeah, Dickfit, yeah. last name. Cool. Oh, so, <laughs> so happy to be back. If you couldn't tell, folks, it's been five or six weeks since we've done this particular run, and, uh, well, it's an election night. You know what that means. Cody, these colors Ooh. don't run. Anxiety. Yeah, the, the the pale pink and the pink or pale yellow and the pink on that uh, hat of your cat there. Those don't run. Wait, can you see out of your cat? Do we ever get to see? Oh, you again, yeah, yeah. No, we just see your. Oh well, uh, yeah. Well, that's God's silliest clown. What'd you say, Kaz? <laughs> the hat on the cat. Do we hat ever on get the to cat. see you again? Like, I don't I want, want you to. You. I don't want you to see me in the state. I want to see you in any state. <laughs> what state? The state of denial? Denial's not just a club in McMainerberry. The state of my camera ain't working. <laughs> oh my God. Turn on your camera. I can hear him drinking whiskey. Yeah. Like, I can hear it. Hold on. Give me I wish we could hear you gulping. I wish we could see <laughs> me. There. That's easy. Cody, you got whiskey in a SEMO cup? No, I got water in that SEMO cup, but I am quickly <laughs> regretting that decision. Sad. Oh, shit. I had, Hold on. After this weekend in Branson, I had 19 bottles of Fitz soda and three beers come back with me, and I'm the dumbass that picked a Fitz tonight, so clearly I was wrong. <laughs> Hold on. We got to do this again. I didn't put a tape in. Oh, cool. Yeah, you want to rewind and hit pause? Oh, and pause at the same time. Me a money needing a lot now. <laughs> These words don't make any sense. <laughs> The Democratic I don't worry vote. about it. Just, just, just talk. Keep talking. The Democratic vote in Barovia is good. So, so do. do. So do. Dude, you are sweating so much. It's just, it's hot. <laughs> the light. So it's like freezing. If again you here. vote me, I'm vampire. What? What? Rod, you're goddamn illiterate. <laughs> okay. Oh, so, you got things for that. 
Shell, what do you think they got a pirate back there? They got a door marked pirate. You think they got a pirate back in there? I oh, see man. I see a door marked uh the fuck's the guy's name? Strahd, probably? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All right, good uh, joke. Yeah, there, there's Whoa, no better way there. to pivot back here. Uh, okay. In case you're just now joining us in this campaign, one big mistake. You picked Rewind a great back sh- starting point. Yeah, yeah, you picked a troublesome starting point. Go back to the archives on podzilla1985.com and you can listen to the first handful of episodes as these adventurers found their way into Barovia for the first time, found their way into the Lagroff Manor and started to learn a few of the ominous secrets that are available in Barovia, including that lovely soundtrack now on Island Records. <laughs> I love that you remembered Island Records. Yeah, well, somebody's got to... <laughs> soundtrack now available on Sony CD and cassette. <laughs> I thought about saying MCA records because I just watched Ghostbusters oh, 2 on Halloween, man. but here we are. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah, that's but after the events of Lagroft Manor, these five found their way onto a carriage ride from a mysterious individual to the village of Barovia to save them from troubles that could exist on Old Svalich Road. And that Traveler deposited him with a letter in hand in front of a building that I will show you all, at least on a map right now. I'm not going to bother shadowing it because there's only one building relevant to you, and it's the one in the orange square, which we yep. discussed the name right. of it at the end of the last adventure, or that the last episode, pardon me, which was the Blood and Vine Tavern. I, am I crazy or am I still not just seeing like a little oh. tiny drawing? Nope, little you tiny. saw the little yeah. tiny drawing. I was going to say, is the line the orange there square? There nope. <laughs> wow. There now there you see happened. orange squares. Hey, hey. Can I ask a quick question? Who was, no. the, who was the vampire that we fought last time? Logroft. Count Logroft. Yeah. yeah. Which I love. He didn't remember the name of the guy on the cover of the fucking book we're running, but he remembers Logroft. We came, we saw, we kicked his ass. I got his teeth. <laughs> it's time. Oh, God, you do have his teeth. That's what you I just, call it. You can just put them right back in there if they don't yeah. want to pay, though. Well, yes, That's we right. certainly can. I can throw Oh, man. No, no, no. <laughs> Scratch you, make you a vampire. One in the box, ready to go. We be fast. They, they be slow. slow. Okay. Now that we're kind of getting, it's been a few weeks. We got to get all the bits out. We got to get everything get, we, get us back into whatever mindset there is. Not listening anymore. We haven't. Yeah, uh, yeah. We haven't done a show in a week. Period. Um, oh shit! Yeah, we yeah, we a took, lot of catching up. We took an entire the, week off, and I don't remember the last Halloween tales. Yeah. Oh wow! It took too much out of us. I yeah. Well, it was basically every night's worth of just like either people were feeling bad or people were busy, and and I think we all just kind of went. You know what? Fuck Let's it. start in a nostalgic November with the true nostalgia before we ever did the show at all. Yeah, because you know, <laughs> to be fair, like. all of you people that are listening to the show right now, none of you have ever done anything to further our lives or advance our enjoyment in any way. You've also never done anything like this. Like, don't even act like you have. Yeah, like we're yeah. professionals. Yeah, if we want to take a fucking break, we'll take a fucking break. If Fuck I want to, if I want to take six Cody. months off, sorry, and, <laughs> and spend the entire time sitting in my room watching Phantom of the Opera on repeat, that's what I'll do. And you know what you'll do? You'll suck and die, and you'll like it. How could you could do it from a hotel room while it's snowing outside if you have to? You did for about a month. I'm pretty I, sure you stayed at the Overlook, not the fucking Holiday Inn. I hope Some every. Reason, I have a vision of when Shannon's watching this. He's like in a corner somewhere where it's dark, where he's created just shadow so he can hide in. 
The, you did this, the hand sign and everything. I thought we were going to go right into the bit about Ghostbusters 2 because he was going to talk about the vision. Hunter was going to talk about the Holiday Inn at Paramus. I was getting very excited. <laughs> <laughs> it all went away. I'm damn disappointed close. now. It was getting close. I predict, I predict the world will end on December 31st, <laughs> I, 1989. I don't know if we're going to fight many vampires in this, but I hope we fight at least one Balrog because I feel like Kaz is well equipped for it. I mean, if you remember correctly, his name in Japan was M. Bison, so I don't know what a Balrog's going to do here, but we'll figure it out. What spell did Kaz most recently take? Fly, you fools. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, So now that we are in Barovia, uh, I did draw an arrow on the map to show you guys the general direction from which you would have entered the town. I figure from there you could extrapolate. You didn't take much of a scenic route to end up in front of this place. Yeah. that was on the cart, right? Like we were still, we were still right, or the yeah, carriage, or whatever. The carriage, we correct. You know, it's there. it's okay. a nice looking town. It's a fine town. I mean, it it certainly is a town. It what, looks, uh, it looks I mean, lovely. It looks lovely. I mean, legitimately. Um, what Cody? What what's like state are these these buildings in? Like, if if you had to describe the what side of town this is, what are we looking at here? This looks like the town that was abandoned by the train tracks about three generations ago because okay. there was another means of transportation. I got it. All right. So, like, slowly becoming a ghost town is what you're uh, telling me. I would say this place looks fairly... As you have come... God damn it. Who drew the vampire? I look away from one fucking second and there's drawing on the map. I can't let you people do anything. Well, while you're it's clearly that, Shannon because he's focusing too hard. No, 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 not, no. I can no, see it happening. No, I'm on CNN.com. I was about to reveal to you guys that uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Gates are projected to win re-election. So, okay. Oh, goody. Timestamp that one, or timestamp this episode. Eat at Arby's. Uh, anyway, uh, much of this town, as you guys would have pulled into town in the back of that carriage, you would have. Hustle and bustle is far from what you could classify as the activity in this town, but you can tell there are denizens somewhere. There's not much in the way of many people roaming the streets, going between different locations. There's just a pallid feeling about this town as you enter it. What time of day did we get here? Because it was fairly late, I think. Or was it like early morning when we left Lagroff Manor? You guys were leaving Lagroff Manor earlier in the day. Okay. Yeah, because right. it, the the carriage was supposed to pick up Count Logroff to go into Barovia and take some travels across the land. So, so it's it's what time now? I would say about midday. It's not a it's not a okay. terrible travel from the manor to where you have arrived now. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, I must say if I look at the map that I've given to you guys to see, yeah, you could say about right there. Those little two spokes or somewhere in this area is where that would have been the uh, Logroff Manor and that's just been their journey to the here so okay so um, the 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 carriage man the footman uh, oh, he left yeah. us right yes yeah, yeah he went he went on his way okay and we're just basically left outside of this place mm-hmm yep um did I take that letter? Was it me, or did somebody else take it? I don't remember. I believe you took that letter. Okay. All right. Well, then uh, Erasmus, I guess, is going to turn to everyone, you know, straighten things up. Um, 
strap a shield into place, you know, on his on his back, you know, on his pack and all that, and just basically, you know, hey, um, I see no other course of action but to to get right to it. Unless anyone has any objections. Nope. I am going to pull my hood back up over my head, though. <laughs> That's probably for the best. Okay. It doesn't look like the most welcoming place. I'm all for it. Uh, I'm going to ask Belmont if he wants to take the lead on this one. I'm certainly not the most people person. I, I come in and smooth things over afterward. He's the charismatic one. Okay. Belmont. I said Belmont. Sorry. Well, <laughs> as long as Konami didn't hear you, it doesn't matter. Oh, Konami ain't listening. There's the sound of pachinko machines in the background. They don't give a shit. It's like cha-ching, cha-ching, I assume. Is That's how, what they sound like. How yeah. pachinko machines sound. Yeah. yeah, sure. How, how pachinko? Oh, how hang pach- on. Well, I have to change the name. <laughs> That's happening. Mandy Pachinko. <laughs> Uh, I gotta decide who. When did Tanner's name get changed to Gucci Bandana? I don't remember that one. <laughs> that's no, that's yeah. not me, that's bro. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna give it to him because I don't remember that one at all. He's gonna be Al Pachinko. All right. Anyway, moving Al on. Pachinko. My God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, let's let's do it then, Ben. Um, okay. I got your back. <laughs> go, go get him, Ray. Right, there it is. Yeah. Uh, I, I will note, as you all, because uh, I would imagine, as I believe we've got you all on this map, you probably were dropped off about here, like, basically just the intersection of a number of roads, because it's not like the tavern is very hard to pick out with actual smoke coming out from one of the fireplaces, or at least one of the chimneys, rather. It inside the building. It's one of the few that looked like there was at least some activity happening. I will note uh, two things for those of you that are uh, ex- had now you've exited the carriage and are making your way toward this building. Uh, first, uh, Rasmus, you kind of being a little bit, as you said, relaxed, you've put your shield back. Uh, as you are doing that, and you maybe kind of stay still for a moment so your armor isn't making too much noise, you do hear just faintly in the distance some wailing. Someone who seems desperately sad. Okay. Can I, I, and I say that for which direction? You could pivot around and you would notice generally this way, and I kind of point toward the base of the road just to kind of give you that entire beltway. Okay. And if with you staying still, I would say the rest of the party probably picks up on the same thing. If you're not rustling too much or getting you know, acclimated before you go into this building, if you're kind of taking things slow, you'll notice some faint like desperation somewhere like that. The other thing I will note is uh, as you all approach the tavern, it'll be uh, the way this building is oriented, you'll have a side entrance right about there that you would go into, which is where the sign is for the building, that you would see the blood and vine. Uh, you'll notice a couple of things about the sign, or at least around the sign. One, you'll notice that the sign, uh, the ampersand that makes up blood and, has been relatively recently scratched into it. Uh, there is enough of the background that you see the name of this building used to be, and may still be, depending on if this was something done intentionally or not, Blood of the Vine Tavern. Okay. 
the other thing that you will notice is a peculiar looking bird perched atop this sign. Shut up, bird. I like <laughs> birds. Sorry. Uh, and actually, Zephra, you particularly take notice of this bird. Uh, it kind of looks among you almost as if it has some awareness of you being different being or different people here. Uh, Zephra, you would notice that the wing tips are a slight shade of blue. Okay. And the rest of you will likely notice that as well because it does stand out. It looks to be a very dark bird. Uh, I say, the rest of it pretty much black, like Raven-esque. Yep. Dark black, midnight black, but the wing tips are a, a little more potent uh, or like a bluish tint. The rest of you may notice that as well, but I figured in your case, Zephra, because of, well, certain features of you that may stand a little bit of uh, intrigue. And I like birds. <laughs> that too. That too. <laughs> All right, so uh, Homer Simpson asked Bird there in the corner going, caw, caw. <laughs> um, it looks a little like Fred Bird. <laughs> kind of. At the very least, I'm going to I'm gonna point out the cries of despair from the other direction. <clears throat> uh, I'm not the only one hearing that, right? No. No. No, I'm asking them. Like in character. Yes, I, I hear the crying. <laughs> I'm I'm already like like a bloodhound, nose in the air, looking for the sound of it before you even say anything. I mean, I'll I, I will actively like tuck the letter away and just say, "We can come back to this." That sounds urgent. I'm gonna look at Red and say, "Red, this is your call." Yeah, let's go check it out. Mostly because I just want to involve Tanner. <laughs> Tanner is the silent partner in the back just kind of watching everybody because he's like taller than everyone Tanner was in the back apparently reading God of War spoilers is that what I gather you were doing oh, I'm done with that I watching them. Hour ago. Oh, wait aren't you going to play it though yeah maybe hmm. alright so yes yeah yes uh, I think we're going to pursue this sound yes okay well Good news because uh, Superman video. She was in the back. No, no. <laughs> well, Fifty told me to do sit-ups to get buff. <laughs> Did two and a half. And couldn't get up. Couldn't get up. But Morovia, <laughs> I'm out of this land. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm about to start a party with the real Kaz man. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I, I did it to myself. This was all my fault. <laughs> You did. That's true. You, yeah, yeah, I right did. I, it, it just it stuck in my head. I couldn't do it. That's all right, Katie. <laughs> Cody, the table broke the fall. Katie, I'm sorry. Katie, well, <laughs> I mean, I've been called worse things. Let's be honest. <clears throat> oh. Cody, I don't know if you saw, but Krista, uh, our good friend Krista, former cast member of the show, also posted the video of a different angle of you going absolutely to town on the dance floor at Jesse's wedding. Such a glorious It was video. such a good Hell, video. Yeah. It was easily... I saved that shit. Oh, yes. I'm never going to delete that. Cody, for those of you listening that didn't know this, Cody's an absolute beast on the dance floor. Dance fucking machine. I'm oh, so sad God. that I left like five minutes before that you happened. You did, right before. Yep. Yeah. Man. Uh, <laughs> and I've seen it in person. I was at his wedding. Don't get me wrong, you know, but I just... Oh. 
I saw that when I got home, and I was like, how long ago? Yep, about five minutes after I left. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I, for one, blame the uh, the newly betrothed Jesse. Same. I'm going to blame it on the alcohol. I like it. So as the, I assume the five of you wish to uh, leave the tavern for the time being. Yes. Okay. So before you even darken the doorway, I, uh, so much drawing. You start making your way down this street. And actually, even as you cross this intersection, the, the sound gets noticeably like louder. You, you seem to pick up pretty quickly that this is, it's not a far journey from where this is going to be. Uh, I'm going to have my hand on my whip because I don't like that sound. Okay. It offends me. I don't want to pull a weapon yet or anything like that. Oh, just hand on it. I'm assuming just, just to hand some degree. On it. Yeah. It's yeah. But I, I mean, I got a, I got like a mace in my That's hip. That's true. Maybe like, harder. No way to just, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can't. I can't just casually stroll around like Negan with that thing on my shoulder, you know? <laughs> I mean, you can, but I imagine you're making too many could, friends around this place. I don't think it's a great plan. Yeah, I, 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 would do it, not, but... I would not recommend it. <clears throat> um, so okay. as the as the five of you walk down, it doesn't take you, like I said, very long. You get about two or three houses, I'd say, around this area. And you start hearing that moaning sob. It is heavily pronounced starting here and it even starts to make you become a bit sad it seems to be impacting your temperament at least slightly like you seem to especially for some of you who are open to how other people feel or kind of I won't say your empaths but being a, a man near the cloth in Rasmus's case you yeah. are fairly aware of how people feel and try to be of service to them. So hearing this may well be impacting you slightly, Like you're, you're aware that something, something terrible has happened. I'm going to pick up the pace then and, yeah. and just move in that direction. Okay. I don't want to run. Don't get me wrong, but, right. but up from a, from a stroll to a brisk walk. Okay. <clears throat> Same. I'm following. The I was going to ask how the rest of you follow suit. I'm, fo- I'm following tech, tactical SWAT style. Just, I'm just right keeping my own steady pace. I'm not going to hurry up. I'm keeping up with Rasmus uh, side by side. I'm I'm quite a bit further behind and just kind of just slowly strolling. Okay. For for those of you that are keeping the pace, namely Rasmus and Aiden, you guys get to this area. And you can tell pretty confidently that the the wailing is coming from, or the sobbing, that the emotional outcry is coming from this house. Uh, door shut. I assume there's no way to peek in, like from where we are. We're going to have to go yeah. in. Yeah. And the house is closed off. And that's actually something that surprises you as you approach, as you see there aren't, at least on initial inspection, there aren't any windows open. There's nothing in terms of like letting anything to the outside. No, I'm going to go to the in front fact, door. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, in fact, as you approach the front door, since you mentioned that, <clears throat> there is a small little cutout where a uh, an opening to the door, like a window or with no glass would be, and also one opening to the outside, like shutters that are firmly closed tight, 
And if you look at the little four square cutout where the door is, you see that there is something covering it up as in wood. Someone has made sure there's no view inside. I'm going to look at Rasmus uh, and point that out and say, oh, there's something you don't <clears throat> see every day. Yeah, I don't recommend that we knock necessarily. I think calling out's a better idea. We don't know if we want that door opened. If there's somebody sick on the other side of that thing, I they, I, I don't want to uh, give them the idea that we're trying to be invited in just to see if we can help. I'll let you, so, I'll let you cover this one then. Because my first instinct yeah, is to yell I mean, out. Well, that's no, that's that's more or less what I'm going to do. But I don't want to. I don't want to knock on the door. I want to just call from a, like a safe distance. So give me like a five, maybe ten foot step from the door, and then just kind of shout out. You know, is anyone in need? At least initially, you don't seem to notice any response. The sobbing continues. It halts for maybe a second, as if someone has a catch in their chest, but then it just continues again. It's so. At least probably at this point. not reacting to me. Yeah. Okay. It, it's as if they didn't hear anything, whatever this is. Okay. Um, excuse me. I have an ability here. I don't think it's going to help out, though, honestly, because I think it, it, it only works. Um, yeah, if they're behind total cover. I would assume inside of a house with no windows is total cover. Yeah, unfortunately that would be that. Yeah, so I'm going to do the same thing he did but a little bit louder and in my heroic booming voice. <laughs> okay. Got another idea, but I'm going to wait to see what the action is. You, you know what? Uh Shannon, give me a give me a performance check. See how confident and how heroic this voice is. I, had I was to, just t- talking. He's performing. Yes, I had to do. Just, uh, <laughs> oh, you you also didn't put any airs on about doing this as a, a special. Oh yeah. Thing you were you were doing. <laughs> I assume what a standard person would do. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a very cleric move. Uh huh. I had to log in in private after all of that, like you said. So I'm gonna roll, but I'll tell you what I rolled, and I just promise you I won't cheat. Okay. Uh, I got a. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Oh, it's yeah, I see. The gate. I'm, I'm sure. I see it. <laughs> oh, does it show? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can look at the game log for all of us. Yeah, it's it's not hot, but it's not. So I got a five. Yep. Uh, but I, I have an ability that lets me re-roll things. I don't. No, that's <laughs> called that's called advantage. Do you have that anywhere? I've got inspiration uh, right now. You do have inspiration. Oh, does he still? Oh, okay. inspired yet? How you? What are you inspired by? I don't remember, but I got it. So don't fucking take it away from me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, inspiration doesn't last forever, bud. Have you seen me? But I'm you not said, here for excitement. But you said it still lasted right now, right? Yeah, it still exists right now. But right. I don't think that stays in your back pocket forever. Well, explain to the to the audience what that means, really quick. Inspiration typically lasts until the end of a day. In your case, because time is not fully Construct. concrete for you yet, yeah, the mist has kind of impeded that. You're still feeling pretty, pretty well after the encounter at Logroff Manor. So you have a little bit of that pep still in your step. Clearly, as you try to put on a heroic voice. 
And that basically just means I get to re-roll, right? What does it mean? Yeah, you yeah. can re-roll. You, yeah. yeah. So basically, yeah. I, I did it, and noticing nothing, I did it again, this time louder and even more heroic. And this time, yeah, that's way more heroic. It is. It's a 21. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so something in you uh, maybe uh, checks yourself before you wreck yourself. Mm-hmm. You, you feel the need to, uh, you remember what you've just gone through. You've, you helped to slay a vampire. Like some, you are someone who could help these people. Yes. And let's be honest, as a monster hunter, that's kind of what you're looking to do. That's so, my deal. That's your deal. So you call out, what do you say? Oh, my first is, my first is, is going, holy motherfuckers. But no, no, that will not go well. That's not going to work in this. So uh, I would just yell out and address who I am, you know, a hero, and ask if, they, if there's anyone that needs assistance. <clears throat> okay. I'm the... I'm thinking of super troopers, but I'm not going to say what I'm thinking. See, my brain <laughs> Cody is too. Cody is too. <laughs> oh, did I tell you guys about a new character that I'm developing a comic for? It's called Twerkules. Twerkules. Well, I would like to quit the show. Ah, hell, we okay. lost Hunter. <laughs> Hunter did. Hunter did the damn thing. Well, it's been nice, everybody. Good night. Hmm. Yeah, well, I'm back. You know what? Uh, you, you know what, what I miss. You know what powerful god Twerkules fights? Social norms. I hate everything. I would. I wish we hadn't come okay. back. This was no, better done as a one shot. That one actually got me. That one legit got me. That was. I like that. So he did say it on set that just you know, be free, why be free. Did, why did that sound like a drunk uncle bit? You know what he fights? Social norms. Yeah, it's January sixth. It's a me, Chris Pratt. <laughs> Not my Mario. Not my Mario. Anyway, Cody, go on. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's go on with Star Wars. Uh, I will say, unlike Rasmus's situation, that uh, catch does seem to sync up with whatever sound you you bellowed out for a moment the the, the sobbing does continue although less audibly but you hear it it's just not something ringing through the streets you feel like the the volume has come down a bit and you hear it actually uh, from where you estimate it to be in the house it is coming closer Well, look at Rasmus. If it's like, you want to try again? We're trying no, to get it's moving in this direction, I want to take a step back. I want to always have about 10 feet between me and the door, at least. Between you and Destiny. <laughs> I'm on, I will also back up a little bit and tell him, keep coming, monsieur. <laughs> Your angel of death awaits. <clears throat> oh, God, don't. Okay, do you really want to say that? No, I'm quoting Phantom okay. of the Opera, Wait. for the love of God. Bjorn looks over at him like, when did you start learning sp- French? When the hell did you get here? <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you I came come from? from? I came out of the shadows. He's been with us the whole time. Oh. Just being uh, quiet. Yeah. Barney, get this guy another cigarette. We blood hunters. We don't talk much. Who the hell oh, is shit. Barney, Hunter? Barney, the guy who told me about this. Whole- oh, shit. Oh, shit. You've lost your Sorry. goddamn mind. Sorry, Cody. <laughs> Uh, are, they still, are, are they still coming toward the like? Is that still a sound that we're hearing? It's yes, still, uh, you, 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 
You hear it choking up, uh, less tears, more just trying to catch breath. But you actually hear a struggle to get the door out of the frame. But as you do, you see, and I'm not going to give you a, a building map for right now. It's just going to be this. And I'll actually blow it up a little bit for you to see it better. You see this face here, this individual. Uh, oh my god, this, they're huge. That's yes, Mary. they are. The, uh, anyway. They are the size of the house. I punch it in the ankle. This is really... Wait, what did you say? Around Chin? The house. I really said that's... Sits. I'm pretty sure that's, that's, like, that's Jesus's mom. Do you mean yeah. Mary? I said Mary originally. Right. He didn't say Mary. You're groping for Mary? I said Mary originally. Oh, no, he said Mary. Yeah. I'm looking up at this 50-foot woman going, what? But then I yeah. almost said Mary Magdalene, and that's not right. That's so. The, that's the other this person. Uh, this person looks at you again. Uh, while the image shows, I'd say a rough approximation is from the book, but I would say their face is even a little more gaunt, and their eyes are extremely red. Like you can tell they've been destitute for for who knows how long, despondent probably. Uh, this person approaches the door. You, uh, for those of you that are closer to the door, you'll see that she has something in her right hand, kind of just at her side, and, as she just looks at you. Because at first she says nothing. I would say, and I'm being charismatic here, that uh, we heard your cries from across the streets. Uh, can we assist you in any way, my lady? I can roll Sheesh. for that if you need. No, no, no. You're okay. <laughs> she she looks uh, among the... Well, I'm going to actually ask, uh, especially the two of you. Bjorn, have you read, and Zephyr, what are your intentions as these two have now seemingly attracted the interest of somebody here? I'm just kind of hanging back and observing. I'm very much indifferent to this whole situation. Nothing um, against Cody, it. I'm just... Cody, is there anything uh, medically that I can I can discern from a distance without having that like actually lay on hands like no. I, can i tell if she has any kind of like immediate condition just at a glance at least from appearances no there's nothing okay. her that looks medically wrong okay uh, you assess just just based upon the, the sounds and the brief appearance of her face this is just someone who is immensely heartbroken or saddened or Something okay. emotional is going on. Okay. Red, red's gonna. I'm gonna move up, just kind of out of out of strictly being nosy, just to move up and see what's going on. Okay. So Bjorn, you're hanging back a little bit. Don't give a crap about what's going on. <laughs> Zephra, you're hanging back a bit, just to be safe in the distance. So the three of you. So uh, to give this image for those of you listening at home who maybe don't have the uh, the mind's eye all the way open for these characters just yet. Uh, you have a seven-foot-tall wood elf ranger, who I assume is standing at full height, not crouched over like he tends to be. A, a half-elf cleric covered in, in armor and shield-mounted all of his, his accoutrements nearby. And, well, the gallant human uh, monster hunter with whip at side, very all facing this individual. Very, yeah, of course, as, very handsome. Almost as handsome as Rasmus. Yes, yes. <laughs> night. Uh, all, all looking. Paris was not know it though. He's just like, I mean, not in this situation. But he's just like, hello. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I am here. And yeah. you, if you, we were to pan the camera over, you see someone who is, and for the for those who are playing, they see this token, a burlap hood or head covering, covering over ratted, uh, 
patched over rough texture material in a, a pullover dress. Like this is someone who is uh, quite far from ornate and someone who uh, the longer again you stand there, the more you notice gaunt and like with many things that you have felt or kind of noticed you come to this town, there's like a shadow. There's like a grayness to it. And even to her, like this, this entire street, as you walk down, it just has this pallid feeling and she is no different. And she looks at the three of you. And as she tries to, you know, choke back the tears and kind of collect herself for a moment, she, she looks at the three of you and it says nothing. She turns around and walks into the house. She doesn't. She doesn't close the door. She doesn't do anything of that, but she just she goes back inside. Well, look at Rasmus and just <laughs> kind of point at the door. I'm not gonna say anything. I'm just gonna point at the door with my thumb, like this fucking guy. Yeah, um, Cody. Amongst my, I'm I'm gonna have to like kind of make some stuff here. Amongst the stuff that I have. Like my my basic backpack stuff and all that, and maybe I I don't know, maybe my vestments can make up for this. My my actual holy stuff. Do I have anything resembling like like a handkerchief or anything I can use as like some kind of like a makeshift mask kind of deal? Yeah, I would say it's not listed explicitly in your mess kit, but I would imagine with it having a cup and cutlery, you would have something akin to a a napkin or a handkerchief, like a bandana handkerchief. Yeah, some, okay. something of that ilk. I want to quick tie that just like around nose and mouth, leave the rest of it uncovered, not arm up, anything like that. Just just a basic a mask, like like a basic covering. Yeah. Um to to, you know, filter some air. And then I'm gonna just kinda look at, at uh Aiden and say I'm gonna go in. I mean, this is not uncommon to things that I, I've seen before. It's it could be that she's suffering from delirium. It could be that she has lost a loved one to something. This place is clearly not the the best in terms of living conditions and quarters. Um, you're welcome to follow. I, w- I would appreciate the company, but I, I won't make you or or ask that of you. I'm gonna I'm gonna nod at him, <clears throat> and then I'm gonna go. What's up with the mask, though? <laughs> I mean, airborne illness. I mean, I, it's not uncommon for me to to deal with people who live in these kinds of conditions, and it's um, just a basic, you know, level of protection. Uh, Cody, do I have any mask like that? Let me take a look. I would imagine all of you would have a basic mess kit or something in terms of like your traveling equipment. I do have a, a mess kit in my yeah my backpack. Shannon, you do too. Let's say I'll look through everybody's yeah, mess kit for Bjorn. Oh, don't uh, worry about me. I'm walking right in. Yeah, I <laughs> wouldn't expect anything less, buddy. Would not expect. Uh, I will say, Alfred, at least as, as currently equipped, you do not have one of those. But again, as someone who is a ranger, you're out in the wooded areas. I imagine you would have something. We usually have a mask that covers that. Yeah, something place. simple yeah. like that. Yeah. And then Zephra. Yeah, and then Zephra, you have a mess kit as well. So, yeah, all all of you would have, and it's not something we're going to have to write into it, but you would have something capable of covering if necessary. Anybody who's, like, planning on following me, I'm just going to make mention, like, don't touch anything when we get in there. Don't lay hands on anything. 
No need to go in armed for now. This person's clearly in a state anyway. The last thing we need to do is further upset them. Um, but also, like, keep your hands to yourselves for more reasons than one. Gotcha. A nod in acceptance of these terms. <clears throat> and once that's the case, I'm going in. So, Rasmus, I imagine you lead the way. Aiden, you're going in. Bjorn, you've already kind of, like I said, you're going to queue in line and go sans any protection. Uh, Alfred, you going? Yeah, I'll go with him. Zephra, are you bringing up the rear, or how do you wish to handle this? I am going to mask up, but I am also going to hang back, because clearly I am the most peculiar of everyone here. <laughs> That's fair. It might not be a bad idea to have at least one person stay outside, too, just in case. I mean, it, it's not out of the question, and I'll say this in a hushed voice before we go in. It's not out of the question. This is some kind of a trap, some sort of bandit uh, situation. So having a, an eye set of eyes on the outside is not a bad plan. I'm not opposed to hate waiting outside for them. I would imagine this is also something I've run into from time to time. People take advantage of kindness, uh, and somebody somewhere has probably lured me into a, a little pickpocket situation more than once. So, yeah. So as the layout goes, Rasmus, as you mentioned, you lead Bjorn. I imagine you and Alfred, are, or excuse me, you and Aiden are coming in pretty quick-handed second, third, however you guys cue that out, and then Alfred at the tail. As Rasmus, you come in first, you would be seeing these for the first time. Uh, this is a, a two-story home, or at least a two-level home. This first okay. floor as you enter in, it's a dirty, drab dwelling. It's a one-room partitioned living space. Uh, if you were to continue on, you would see, and you kind of see the entryway to it, a small kitchen, but it looks dingy. There's not a lot of light in here uh, because of things being blockaded. As you come inside, you kind of look back and you notice that uh, the shuttered window also has something blocking it on the inside. It looks like a panel of wood or something that has been secured in place to prevent even the opening of the shutters. Uh, so as you do that, you see a couple lighted candles, but there's nothing in terms of external ambient light as diminished as it has been in Barovia since your arrival. There's nothing bleeding in from the outside there. Uh, you, you come in, you see uh, whatever fixtures there are are, are dirty, covered in dust. Uh, you notice actually in this living room as you kind of step through, you hear a bit of a crunch as you kind of follow this person. And you, if you were to look down, you would notice a glass that had been broken well before you stepped on it. But you've kind of just fragmented the shards further. Okay. Uh, as you all enter, uh, Rasmus, you in the lead, and I'd say all four of you will notice this. Uh, this individual still doesn't really turn back, pay attention to your presence at all. She ascends the stairs going but up. It's, at, at this point, I, real quick, it is clear that she is the one who was wailing, because that has stopped, right? Yes. Okay. Alright. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. No, that's that's a suitable question to ask. Yeah, at, at least at this time, the wailing has ceased inside of this house. Okay. Uh, as you she's were heading up the stairs? Yeah, she's walking up the stairs. Okay. Um, as she ascends, before we even think of doing so, I'm gonna, like, kind of call out to her again, and just, you know, Ma'am, is there something we can do? Are you okay? She she looks back at you all, uh, specifically Erasmus, because you spoke to her. Uh, she looks down at what's in her hand, 
temporarily. And you being the closest would be probably the one to hear kind of something mutter to the effect of my Gertruda. My Gertruda. And she keeps going. And you kind of start to hear the sniffles of someone who's starting to become emotional again. All right. Well, with with a name made mention that I'm going to follow her and I'm, I'm going to specifically mention it then. Gertruda, who is that? You, she hesitates on the top step. It's not a lot far. I would say, for a modern equivalent, it's like a split for your home. It's only like four or five steps to go upstairs. So at that last step, she kind of hesitates for a moment as she hears you responding. As she sets that foot down, but then continues going, you see her kind of turn into a room. Uh, for those of you not talking to her directly, uh, but still in this home, uh, you were to look around, you would notice just a small sitting area uh, with the fireplace, nothing lit inside of it, uh, two armchairs and a rug that looks very unattended to as it has not been cleaned in here for a long time, if honestly ever. I'm going to keep following her at this point. It's dogged. As long as she's not actively impeding my process or trying to like stop me from following her, I'm going to follow her. Same. Yeah. Okay. And I'm just going deeper into the house or just kind of like going room to room. She went up the steps. I'm oh, following correct. her up the steps. Got it. Yep. Yeah. Cody, yeah. While, while we're Here. walking, I'm, I'm looking around. I'm trying to soak in everything I see. Is there anything strange, anything that catches my eye as we're walking around or is it just a dirty old house? It's a dirty old house as you all go up the steps. Uh, dirty house. The dirty house. Uh, you would well, the, notice. The, the old dirty house. There you go. Old dirty. <laughs> oh, damn it. Anyway. For uh, <laughs> yep, yep. those of you who continue walking in, as you go up the stairs, you're closer to where that kitchen is. Something pungent hits your nose. Having been on adventures and traveled, or has having lived life, each of you subscribes or ascribes that scent to rotted food of some sort or spoilage. Well, definitely got to get my is, mask on. Yeah, I don't like she that. She is unaffected, basically, right? Like Correct. she's just okay. yeah. At this point, again, other than just the Migratruda and the Wailing, you no reactions, no anything out of this individual. Okay. Do you have any marks on her? Anyway, mm-hmm. in this general proximity, like vicinity. What's that? Do you have any marks on her in this general vicinity? At this point, you wouldn't be able to tell because she has again that uh, token you have is true to what you would be seeing. It's a burlap kind of head covering and this. Uh, I'm trying to think of what the sackcloth. There you go. I've been trying to think of like what Cow. another word for burlap is. Kind of is this dress, this very ratted dress over her. Uh, wherever she's turned into, like I said, I'm going to follow her and I'm going to mention the name again. Uh, Gertruda. What what happened to her? I want to keep like a five foot distance from her at most times. Yeah. But other than that, that's. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm actively questioning her at this point. Yeah, as you go up, you she takes a turn into a room to the right. Uh, Rasmus, as you hit that hallway, it's not really a landing, you would notice that there are three entryways, two in the back and one nearest to you, just a step or two off that last step to the right. And you okay. would have, obviously not being far behind, known she went into that first entry. Yeah, I'm going to follow her right in. And again, even before I'm around the corner, I'm saying the name again, Gertruda. 
Yeah. Like, like inquisitively. Mm -hmm. You enter uh, into this room and, and you see this woman again. She's just, the sobbing is quieter now, but you just kind of see her standing in the middle of the room looking at this item in her hand and just weeping. Kind of, you hear that drawn in breaths as she were to do so. Uh, you walk in this room and you see uh, on the floor to your left, it's a small little room, I'd say 8 by 8 10 by 10 at most uh, you see where she is staying in the center of the room there is a little dresser or vanity on the left side right beyond the precipice of a door and you see at the foot of it a broken tea kettle and a cup shattered a lot of broken glass around here. Yeah. Okay. This, one, this one more ceramic, but yeah. Uh, you would notice this room likewise very dingy, very dirty. Uh, you kind of look to the where a window would be that is blocked or impeded. You see nearby it kind of hanging off of something. A, a clumsy, a well-worn dress. Well, like it's been patched kind of poorly by someone who's kind of learning what they're doing and a small little shelf holding a couple of books and a brush on top. Can I get a good look at all at what she's holding? Yeah. Can I, can I maneuver around her in such a way as to do so? Uh, you don't really need to maneuver much. As you approach in the room, she's not, again, not terribly responsive. You kind of get the sense she knows you're there, but nothing in the way of acknowledging your presence. Uh, as you were to look, it's not that it's obscured. You see a very worn kind of malformed doll in her hand. Okay. Looks like a little rough stone or rough, uh, sewn, a patched up kind of tidied up as necessary doll with a peculiar look. You know, the, the two eyes on it are, are fully black. And it has also kind of in the way that this person wears a, a dress made of like sackcloth or burlap. And she just, she looks down at it. And after a beat, she does end up looking up at you. When she looks, is she looking up at us or like kind of like through us? Is this that? You you notice a thousand yard stare. No, it's it's not someone. For the first, really, since the door opened, she is entertaining the presence of somebody. But again, you are you're opaque at best. And and she looks and just kind of scans the the four the three or four of you and just says, Gertruda, my daughter. Mm. She's gone. All I'm thinking about now is like making sure that Aiden doesn't find like the skull to talk with. I'm, I'm not going to pull up with the skull in front of the girl. Don't worry. That's um, I'm, I'm going to throw a rattle around. I, while they're looking around, I want to check the like the porcelain cup that is on the ground broken. I want to kind of check it, see if there's liquid still in it. Maybe, maybe this was this case somebody got scared and dropped it, or maybe the kid had been poisoned or something. I don't know. You can look at it. I mean, there's not really much in the way of liquid for you to address the floor. You you see kind of a stained area where liquid would have been, but it has since evaporated or dried up, or it's no longer there uh, for you to see. I'm I'm gonna 
she said she's like like kneeling. She's on the ground at this point, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna kneel down to like take a knee style, you know, across from her. Okay. Um, try to get within her her line of sight if she's still just kind of wavering and like just try to get her attention. I'm even gonna pull that mask down just a little bit just so mm-hmm. she can see my face, and I'm gonna more or less just say to her, "Listen, I've seen a lot of people in your situation." Or in situations like yours, life hasn't been kind to you. I'm here to tell you that we're here as a kindness. What can we do? She stares through you less now that you you have done this. You notice that your your demeanor, uh, more so mayhaps than the the heroic bravado of Aiden has cracked through just a little bit. He gets uh, the attention. He does the hard work and I, I lay the groundwork. That's it. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> she, she looks, she again, looks through, through you still yet. Like you're there, but she's still kind of yeah. surveying. She, she looks back down at the doll, but she starts kind of halting as she goes along. Gertruda, my daughter, she's been hidden here. I've kept her protected here all her life. Everything to save her from the outside, save her from this place. And yet she's gone. Gone how? Taken? She shakes her head, not necessarily to reject your thought, but more to just... She doesn't really know what. She just kind of looks at the doll again and says, her window, partially unboarded. I, I, why? I. And she again starts to get that the tears running, the sobbing. I did everything to save her. Everything to keep her protected from this wretched place. And she starts to kind of give in a bit as she looks down and is still back in tears. Um, I'm going to reach out and like put my hand on her shoulder just gently, calmly, and just say, again, we're here to help, but we need more. Was she taken? Do you have any idea where she is? She, she could be. She slightly pulls away from the hand. Uh, you get yeah. the sense that physical contact isn't the thing she is uh, used fair. to. So she pulls away a bit, but she she's still looking at the doll, but talking to you. I I don't know. I, I wouldn't think of her to run or to leave. She knows nothing of the outside. <coughs> nothing of anything beyond this place. Okay. Um, did any one of you like sketch at all? I'm going to quickly ask over my shoulder and quietly. Is anyone draw anyone capable of, of like creating a picture? Lindsay's a storyteller. So I assume she's probably got some kind of, uh, I would say she probably has some kind of experience drawing out these, you know, characters in the stories or sketching it. Okay. Someone trade places with her, please. I'm outside. Yeah, I'll, I'll go back out. I'll be right back. Oh, in right. game, in game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's yeah, that, gonna change rooms. Yep. <laughs> red, 
Red's going to go out and say, hey, can you go in there and help them out with something? All right. Hey, while before you leave, while you're out there, keep an eye out. This this place is still sketchy. You don't have to draw your weapon. I don't even know that I recommend that. Just, just keep a close eye. Roger, roger. Okay. Um, once we've got, I'm assuming Zephyr follows. Yes. And okay. he once... let me know where you were, so... <laughs> Um, once we've got you there, and you don't even have to enter the room if you're worried about her being concerned about you, you can stay like on the yeah. On the periphery. I'll just hang out in like the doorway or whatever. Um, yeah, I'm gonna ask the woman again. Like, can you can you describe her? Like, what does she look like? What does Gertrude look like? What should we be looking for? She she does look up from the doll for a second to look at you, and kind of surveys again, maybe becoming a little more noticing of the rest of the people here and she just her words are staggered her words are short but a younger version of me the dark hair comes down to her shoulders I kept it short her face oval shaped kind of like mine but Younger, fresher, unmarked by this wretched place. Her clothes, when, when last I saw her, she had a, a cloth of brown like this, but a little tidier. I had I'd done something to to make her feel better, put a few extra new pieces of cloth to kind of brighten it up for her. She seemed... She kind of goes off for a second. As she goes through it, it would be, again, kind of that shoulder-length hair. The image that you have of this individual. Uh, but I'd say de-age it by about 20 years, maybe, is your assumption. She is, to okay. this point, not given an age for this individual. And that's going to be my next question, is about how old is she? She's a, a young woman, a young girl. She's not too young to be out, too young to not be here. Okay, so uh, out, out of character, I'm gleaning like under teenage. Like she, she's like just at the cusp of it, 12, 13, something like uh, that's, that. That's what you gather from this the right now. The way she yeah. describes it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm just making notes. Lindsay, mm -hmm. please help. <laughs> I mean, I've been writing stuff down, so. Yeah, oh, I mean, please hey. help with uh, this. <laughs> this. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, it's okay. No, it's okay, Lindsay. It's okay. It's a is she coming anyway? I don't know where she go. Yeah, she's coming anyway. Oh, there she is. We were in that description. Yeah, and I looked down because I saw something happen, and all I heard was. Yeah. <laughs> like right up, right up by the microphone. She's just right on the mic. Yeah. Oh, he likes to sit on the back that of the does, chair. Oh, just float by me. Uh, October, October's over. Oh, shit. no more ghosts. Yeah. Ghosts, ghosts will be real next year. Ghosts are yeah. bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, once we have anything we can get in terms of a description from her, um, I mean, my next move is going to be like, I, I'm going full on like abused person here. Like, is there anywhere you can go? Is there someone else you can stay with? Anything else you can you can tell us about her that would help us to find her? Anyone who might have taken her? 
she shakes her head to all of that. Th- this is mine. I, I will wait here for her. She must come home. She must come home. And that's um, that's about all you get in this moment. Is there any like in this room here? Is there any like books or desks or? So I said on the on the far side, closer where a bed would be, you see a small little shelf holding a couple very beaten up books, and and a hairbrush sitting on top of it. Nothing in this uh, place looks like it's been added recently or even touched in the recent past. I uh, Cody, I've got I got fifteen gold, which I assume I've just had for a long time. I don't even know where yeah. that came from. Um. I want to to give her at least one of those coins and just like tell her like feed yourself, take care of yourself. You're no good to her like this. Okay. We'll try to come back and check in on you uh when we can, but in the meantime, we'll keep an eye out for her. She she looks down at the at the gold coin you give. Uh, she will take it, but she just she she continues to weep. She's gone back. You start to hear kind of the her voice come back in that wail. Uh, she she looks down at you, or looks down at the doll, and then looks at you and kind of gestures for you to take a look at it at least before you go. Okay, I didn't want to try to take it from her because I knew that she was she was kind of glommed onto it there. But yep. yeah, if she's offering it, I'll I'll take it gently. Um, yeah, and and just examine it. You know for any anything I can note, mentally note, I'm gonna show it to Zephyr so she can, you know, do any like drawings or notes of it she needs to. Um I'm gonna use the restroom too, but I'm still listening, so just yeah. play it on me. <laughs> yeah. Uh like I said, now that it is in the hands of of Rasmus and as he were to pass it around to, to Zephyr, you would see again this odd look of this doll. Again, the two eyes on it are solid black and they're kind of a little off kilter. It looks relatively. Uh, it, it looks rough in, in terms of how the condition it's been in. It looks like it has been played with for a couple of generations, maybe if not longer. It looks well worn. Uh, if you were to look over it, uh, turn it over in your hand, you'll see the uh, the sackcloth dress. It too has been patched once or twice, but toward the uh, hem of the dress. Uh, Zephyr, you and Rasmus probably notice this and anyone else who does. It's not like it's a hidden item. You would see the uh, the tag a bit frayed, but on the tag, still, still faintly there, says the words, quote, is no fun, is no Blinsky. Like a okay. slogan. Okay. <laughs> On the tag on the hem. On the tag on the hem of the doll dress. Is no fun. Is no Blinsky. B-L-I-N-S-K-Y. Like you said, like a a slogan. Like, the first part's a question. The second part is like... Like an exclamation. Okay. Yeah. Generally, I'll give it... Yeah, let me throw the... uh, as I would have it written down, here you go. I'll just paste it in. Well, that's okay. I got yeah, it, it, I think. Hey, I think you generally got it, but that's... Got, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Were, okay. were, the, were this our modern world, there'd be a little TM at the end of that, you'd think. Right. Like a little <laughs> copyright. Yeah. Like yeah. A, yeah. Okay. 
Noted. Yep. Got it. Um, okay. I, uh, I, I don't know about you guys. I want to take this with us, but I don't want to like distress her because if we come across this kid, I want to have it to show her like we're the good guys. Yeah. Um, so I might just ask her like it, 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 when I feel like the moment is appropriate, like when she's in, in a high enough, you know, spirit to maybe handle this kind of question. I may ask her, you know, would it distress you too much for us to take this to keep with us in case we come across her? We won't keep it. We'll bring it back uh, in the event that we don't and we have to leave this place. But if we were to come across your daughter and we had this we could convince her that we're here to help she looks very forlorn for a moment at the thought of it she she says or maybe mutters more to you this was mine when I was a child Gertruda was given it to to play as I did uh, it came from Valaki a toy maker there. Okay. Um, I just realized I never corrected my spelling of Balaki. Hang on. <laughs> it's going to bother me now if I don't. Okay. Um, Jeffrey, how good a sketch artist are you? I don't know. Did you have to roll for that? Because if we could just draw it, that would work too. But. <laughs> Let's, let's just, uh, let's just draw say... it on the map there. Like, actually draw it on the map. <laughs> no. I can't call for a roll. That's a Cody. No, if, I'm if just wondering if that's the a thing we could do. Real bad. <laughs> yes, freehand it on the map right now. I have. No, I was. Rasmus has like a journal's worth of notes. I assume you have like a dope, like fucking sketchbook and storybook and all that. Like, yeah, I did have some sort of book on me. You got gross fairy tales. I got the Wall so. Street Journal. Like, mine's yeah. not, you know. <laughs> I would say, Zephra, in your case, uh, you probably at this point, because I know you are a storyteller, you have in your mind's eye what this person is to look like. I'd imagine in a pretty detailed and likely pretty accurate manner as someone who has crafted many a person in their in their tales of weaving. So my concern here is if if she's if she's going to break down if we take the doll, if we had at least a really good drawing of it, like <laughs> we could be like, hey, this is yours. We know your mom. Like that's out of character. That's what I'm going for. Here. Say hello yeah. to your mother for me. <laughs> also, we lost Tanner. Did anybody notice? Yeah, Tanner's yeah, gone. he's he made a mention in the text. Why? Oh, yeah, yeah. I called out a horse. Yep. Oh, bummer. Okay. He had. To, that's why he said he had to talk to somebody about that ghost. Cow right. cow. So cow. you said that when I went over to the uh, text only, the first thing I see is Ethan's post of "Are you a slut?" And I thought, well, <laughs> is that why Tanner had to leave? And then Tanner saying the reason he had to leave, followed by Cody saying, is no fun. Is no Blinsky. <laughs> yep. It looks like Cody is responding to Tanner's need to leave. It does. It does. <sighs> and I hope for all his good and pure that doesn't play into the reason for his departure in any weird serendipitous way. Because I might oh, just quit. Man. Well, Cody is Life. no Blinsky. Anyway. No if we don't want to take the doll from her, is there something of the mother's that the daughter would recognize that we could take instead? That's a good question. Like her head. Yes. Hey. Yes. 
I, st- I start to pull out my knife. No, no. I, see, the weird part is I thought I that. I will drop kick you out the window and from you, the second oh, floor. You thought my oh, thought. <laughs> you thought my thought it is all. It seems handy to me. Handy. Rass- as the doll comes back from Zephyra to Rasmus to, to give back to this person, she gestures it towards you. As in for you to, to do it. And she kind of mentions it to you. Please bring this back to me with her. We'll do our best. I'm I'm sorry I didn't get your name. Mary. Shit, she was Mary! I was right the whole time! time. (laughs) We'll do our best, Mary. You have my word. And with that, she just again kind of just stands there. She just, and the, the, the weeping commences again. Okay. Um, let's go. Like, we should we should leave her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you're already, like, creeping out the back. I'm, cre- I'm yeah. already walking backwards, like. Okay. I don't have my women crying. Because I didn't get a chance to cut the doll. I'm going off. to very carefully stow that doll in my, my uh, pack, my backpack. Mm-hmm. I don't want that thing out and about anywhere unless we think it's a it's necessary. If we think we find the girl, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well. Agreed. Uh, <laughs> and what little levity I can summon coming out of that, I'm just gonna take down the uh, the old bandana mask and go. Well, that was emotionally distressing. Um, <laughs> that was a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the sad part is, are we sure this child is even still? alive no and and i'm gonna wait until we get far enough away from her building to say that out loud but no of course not um but i i i can't bring myself to not do my due diligence to at least try and look and we're already here you know yeah Um, i i will note as you uh were to leave the home and kind of start making your way wherever you go, I assume at least just kind of away from its doorstep, you mm-hmm. hear the return to that wailing again. Okay, It's quieter than it was, but you being relatively close to this place can still... You still know it's there. Yeah, the Sound travels very well here. Gotcha. Okay. It's fog. Oh, fuck yeah. All right, on a total side note, I got an 82 on that badass paper I was trying to deal with, and that's way better than I thought it was going to be, so hey, good oh, for me. Hey, fuck yeah. congrats. <laughs> Thanks. It's also uh, Black Friday early at Walmart. Hell yeah. Um, anywho. <laughs> I have no words. You say something uh, now. I guess let's head back toward the, if there's nothing else of immediate note, in the vicinity, I, I would suggest we head back toward the tavern since that's what we came here for. Tavern, yes. That's where I the suspected alcohol is. that might be. Well, it's it's a, it's a tavern. Did you say tavern and inn, or one yeah. of the both, or okay? Yeah, so blood and vine, a... tavern and inn. Drink okay. and sleep. I'm down. I was going to say that might also be a, a place to bed down, depending on the the situation there. Yeah, I will say and red will come with us. Won't yeah. you, Red? Yes, uh, I certainly will. I am on my way. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna lick the wall when I get there. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna read some spoilers real quick for this adventure, then I'll be on the way. I must go. My forest needs me. <laughs> 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 
Now we got. Oh, we're all know, terrible. You know, Cody Sandusky had a wait and see moment. And now we got wrong sounded in Alfred's. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's like okay, his so- specialty in junk. <laughs> So I, I so back to the tavern is the way you guys are yes. going. I guess. Yeah. Yes, please. Yeah. Okay. The shenanigans are all out of our system now. Okay. No, only took us For an now. hour and forty of games. For now. <laughs> oh, that's great. I love it. Okay. Yeah. So you guys make your way through again as you kind of walk down this road. You hear it, it is dissipating. It's not as bad as it was on the approach, but you hear that that wailing and that unconsolable uh, sobbing. From now, you know it to be Mary. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, again, if there's no one else like taking note of us or anything else, quote unquote, distracting, I'm I'm, I'm kind of I'm not booking it for the tavern, but I'm moving at a steady pace. Okay. Same. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Yeah. I need a drink. I could tell Kaz was celebrating something out of character. I was like, "Did you too also get an eighty-two on a paper?" He's just happy to be here. Uh, no. No, what he has to celebrate is he doesn't have to write papers. That's how you do it. it. The paper I just wrote is a PR with about a lot of changes to an online site that I just finally got done. (sighs) What you don't know is that Kaz is Elon Musk and he owns Twitter. (laughs) <laughs> yes yes i do now please ban my car- my oh, uh, twitter feed. smartest man in the world smartest man not in the even world. in the room that's what we're told that's what they uh, tell us as, as by you, them i mean him uh-huh. anyway. as you approach back to the tavern uh everybody give me a quick perception check i'll leave red yeah. out of this perception. okay you got a 12 perception hang on I forgot it. Oh, there it is. Um, Mine says I got advantage. Does that matter? No. Mine is not bringing up dice for me to roll. Cody, I, 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 I would got like... a 22. Uh, hey, I'm still inspired. Can I re-roll this, Cody? No, you used that already. Fuck, You're done. Fuck, Inspiration's only fuck once. Fuck me. God fucking damn it. I guess I'm doing Sorry. it this way because it doesn't like me. <laughs> I am not perceptive oh. today. So much shit happening all at once, guys. <laughs> I really do have advantage. <laughs> got 17. All right. Hey, Aiden. I got like five. Don't worry about me. Just go on. Okay, yeah. I see that. I'm sorry. Uh, you don't right. know shit. I deserve you hear, it. You hear crying. <laughs> I hear crying. <laughs> you don't know shit about fuck. You, I, don't know. <laughs> you don't know shit. I hear crying. I hit him with that Andrade. I just go, how you know? <laughs> you don't know. So you ain't serious. See, I was gonna make the joke of spaceballs. You've been combing this entire village and you ain't found shit. <laughs> no, for the uh um, <laughs> shit up. <laughs> so for those of you that uh, uh, all of you approached the tavern, but specifically the, the three of you that had solid perception scores, you would notice that um and Zephra, you noticed this most of all. That same bird that was there kind of flies overhead toward the tavern again, but it doesn't perch on the sign as you approach. It kind of makes its way on. As for the record, that does mean advantage, but I don't understand why you have... I think that just means you can use your advantage that you have on those. Yeah, I was going to dive into that at a later time. I got to see what the heck you're... uh, Sorry, that's 
that that makes no sense to me that you would just constantly because I have disadvantage on stealth, but that's because I'm wearing chainmail. All right, I'm a blood like, hunter. I got I'm very advantageous through my anger. Yep, that's has, not how that works. Yep. Oh, at all? No, I, no he's. I will right. say, blood hunter has proficiency in athletics, arcana, and history, but that's. Yeah. I do have that too. No, he's the right. A, the advantage makes no sense. Yeah, that's why I'm because it's even on things he doesn't have trained. Oh, if you click on it, it's on checks that rely on hearing or smell. It's your heightened senses. Because I'm heightened. Uh, oh, okay. I live. I'm like Shadow yep. Man. I live in yep. between. He, ga- he gains advantage <laughs> on wisdom checks that rely on hearing or smell. Got it. Yeah, is that what this is? Are we hearing or smelling something? I mean, oh, you I see it. So I'm yeah, so you ain't got to worry about much. Sorry. On so. the off chance of sounding like I'm crazy, I'm going to say to the group, I get the feeling someone's watching us. Someone or something? Something or something for someone. That's all way too much for me to handle. I'm going to go get a drink. <laughs> okay. Do you say the bird is still there or it flew off? Did I miss No. That? Instead of perching on the sign, it kind of, as you guys approach the building, it kind of continues on north. Okay. It kept going. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't disagree with your assessment, but I, I don't have an answer for it. And that's, that's me being very literal. That's both Rasmus and me <laughs> giving that answer. <laughs> that is the end of Captain <laughs> Obvious in my sense of saying that's- <laughs> that's the rare in and out of character statement um, <laughs> it can be two things yeah things can be two things they can be more than one thing I agree um, yeah okay. okay noted for lack of a better term I, I am aware of it but yeah I'm also gonna gonna make my way in I don't have any like good way of hiding my, my visage for the record um you guys have got like hoods and hats and stuff. I'm, I am who I am. Matter of fact, I got a, I my God symbol on my chest and on my shield. Like, <laughs> yeah, you don't blend in very much, bud. No, not not only am I not stealthy, I'm loud and proud about it. So that's that's just one of his his uh, defects. I'm good on the stealth. I mean, we're not trying to be stealthy. I'm just saying, like, oh. if somebody's watching me, I'm not going to be. It's not much I can do Clacking and clack. Clacking and clacking. You'd be thankful for that when that 18 AC kicks in to protect you. I will be. No joke. Especially once I start cutting. Hmm. Okay, we're going into the tavern. (laughs) Okay. Yes. Cody, I would like to go into the tavern. Would you? Would you? Please. I immediately say (laughs) I want to start a tab. I get you know. Can we go to the tavern? I've been dying to talk about the tavern all day. <laughs> he goes in. He's yelling, "Tavern, tavern!" Don't you give us a detour. We're gonna take the detour. I walk in that tavern. There's not a god single goddamn bar in this town. Okay, Cody. Hey, Cody not only right there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. Not only has there been a bar there this entire time. It's all anyone's talking about, dude. Jesus Christ, this we're gonna lose this looks mission. Very familiar. <laughs> you know, I would appreciate if you would not call out my lack of resources. <laughs> yeah, I've been to this bar. No, well, to be fair, I haven't been here. Rasmus has never been here. I think uh, Typhon. I think Typhon Aurelius visited this bar once. 
Yeah, you might be onto something there. Goddamn, is this Mortal Kombat? We were using assets. <laughs> That's that yeah, same God ninja. Damn. That's that same ninja. Do, do I look like I am made out of Patreon money? <laughs> Tracy Morgan started that movie. Who that ninja? Who that ninja? Man, I'm sorry I pointed out oh, the obvious, none. Cody. Ninjas aren't grateful for all the mediocre work I put in. There's at least one new face in this house, and y'all ain't called it out yet, motherfuckers. <laughs> Is it the eight bit guy? Are you talking or the sixteen bit guy? Are you I talking love, about him? I, I love this. I love sixteen bit Mark Wahlberg. No, Duck Duck Zuckerberg. <laughs> Fuck, what's his name? Duck, Duck Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. Do Mark it. Zuckerberg. Who's it? Fuck, I'm sorry. Do it. Well <laughs> I'm already on it. Duck Zuckerberg. Duck Zuckerberg. Uh, we'll give that to bitch. Zach. <laughs> Yeah, because I still like the fact that Shannon is the white Donda too much. Yes, I am. I am white Donda. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> like I've seen this bar before. I think Aces has been the. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a stroke. <laughs> Where have you been? Oh, my, my favorite. Favorite. My, I, I need to take a moment from the show here, Cody, because Lord knows oh. we haven't taken enough breaks yet. <laughs> to mention. I'd like to talk about that. Omaha Steaks. What would you like to talk about, Hunter? My favorite part of any show, of any show that Kaz is involved in, is when somebody says some shit, and then after 10 minutes of jokes, Kaz will say the exact same shit. Like it is brand new information. <laughs> Oh my god! Attention. Twenty minutes about that bar, the cast goes. That's the same damn bar. Uh, I've been in this bar before. I think he was in there tonight. Anyway, I, <laughs> I feel like I'm seeing myself as I walk in. I'm already oh, at the bar. Shit. What I would like to say is that y'all asked for a tavern, and we had a tavern at home. And this is a tavern at home, (laughs) goddammit. I like that, too. That's also good. Oh. Anywho. Blood and and vine? Blood of... of, What was it called? Blood and vine. Blood and vine. Yeah, I understand. Blood of vine. Yeah. yeah, The sign still shows blood of the vine, but that's been scratched out by something or someone. That was a okay. typo. Got it. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Bless, Bless you. Read. Thank you. All right. So since tokens are smaller, bigger, and I don't know what your guys' view of in this room. These are, these are not giants. Oh, I, I am tiny, tiny. Yeah, we, we can, we can we can expand y'all a bit. There we go. Oh, oh, God. We're, we all just exploded. And Red's also here. Red's just a little guy. Oh, still say small. Tiny. He's, he's on follow. He's just set the on follow. There I didn't go. know Red rolled poorly on the wild magic table. Anyway, oh there he is. There's a there's a fucking call out. Zephyr, are you wild Where magic sorcerer? I can't remember. Um, I'm a sorcerer. I don't have wild magic. I don't know. Oh, uh, okay. Are you? What's the other one, Cody? I mean, I know there's like six of them, but yeah. I mean, in her case, her sorceress is a draconic bloodline. So, okay, yeah. yeah, those are the main two. I think is draconic yeah. and wild. Wild and wild magic. I'm is already so playing dragonflight in a different game. <laughs> wild magic is is ridiculous. You can end up like 
10 years younger and a foot taller just because your spell went weird like it's yep. bizarre. <laughs> or it's an owl bear blue constantly yeah. Uh, yeah. one of them turns you into a potted plant steven hey uh, so... newsflash i'm already blue constantly well this would make you blue all right anywho yeah okay so the five of you enter into this this uh <laughs> Five weirdos enter a bar. Don't worry. You're about the only people at this bar. (laughs) You walk into Uh, a tavern. Yeah, you walk into a tavern. (laughs) You you, you take take a mission from a man. No. (laughs) You see, uh, surveying the area, you see a very kind of like Mary, but almost more so this kind of gray, pallid individual. A very... Very nondescript standing by behind the bar. Looks like he's kind of wiping glasses and keeping to himself. Uh, this individual you see here uh, smiling. Uh, I'll give you a little bit better description when I actually craft the token. But he is, uh, you can tell he's inebriated. Uh, this person keeping to themselves here at the end, kind of just looking down, not really paying much of mind to anything. And then you see these two individuals in the back of the room surveying it. And as you walk in, uh, all of you get the sense that their attention very quickly uh, goes to you to kind of size up new people coming in. I pay, kind of, I like, I overlook it myself and just go right to the bar, sit down, and just kind of like slap down for a, a brew. Uh. You, I, yeah, I, you I can take the stairs and like in kind, it's fine by me. Yeah, like, you do that, and the individual behind the bar who's kind of wiping the glass <clears throat> continues doing so and just stiffly looks up at you. Blank face, there's no emotion on it. He just looks and awaits a word from you. I throw down however many, like a whatever would be a good amount of gold coins a couple three or what have you and I just like round for the route everybody here uh, he does nothing in terms of reaction to that money he simply sets down the glass that he's wiping and he walks away for a moment to grab you a, a spirit uh, the person at the end of this bar here uh, notices that and says three gold that's I could drink for days on that. Allow you to, sir. And the person, uh, again, if anyone were to look back, you would notice these two individuals kind of raise an eyebrow to this. Uh, The gentleman here looks toward you, Bjorn, standing at the bar, and he says, you know, a beverage in this establishment only costs two copper each. Do you wish to do anything else with your life? Buy this bar. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Again, the barkeep comes back to you. No attention. Again, very stiffly hands you a drink, sets it down, retracts his arm. And again, no blank expression. Nothing goes right back down to that glass he was on and starts wiping it. 
Um, at this point, um, as this continues, I, can I move? My, I can move my guy. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna. Rasmus is gonna kind of like. He's not stealthy by any stretch, but since Bjorn has the attention on him, I'm just gonna. I'm not leaving. I'm gonna kind of fade into the background here. Like I just want to kind of casually step back toward this table, but my attention is on these two over here. I want to watch their reactions to anything that's taken place. Okay. They're very, very far away. <clears throat> I mean, uh, as you said, you're not terribly stealthy, and admittedly, yeah. these two seem to be very acutely aware of anything happening. So as you make yep. your way, uh, those two notice you coming around this table, Rasmus, and the one in purple specifically looks at you and beckons toward the table. For, like, like literally, character, sorry, I wasn't looking yeah, at you. Like, like yeah, just, full on. Yeah, gestures toward the table. <clears throat> I, okay. character because I have a feeling it could actually like matter more going forward. When I was saying like three gold, I didn't mean like just like legit three gold down on the thing. Just like whatever the room, the cost of buying a room would be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with three gold. Uh, again, based upon the reaction, or if you sat down, you've basically yeah. bought drinks for the place for like I mean, the week. You, you've yeah, yeah you've taken like, care. Was, let's put it this way: I wasn't attempting to drop down actually three gold. I was like proposing whatever the cost is for a room uh, to purchase for the room. Is that three gold? I mean, to be fair, you it. you've never been here. You don't know. It's not like there's a pricing sign here. So, if you do throw down three gold, and I'd say uh, with saying it, I think it works really well. The run of the the run of the table's yours. Sounds good. At least based upon the reaction of uh, the inebriated individual at the end of the bar or the middle of the bar here that you're uh, now next to. <clears throat> As uh, um, if people no. are trying to get my attention, for the record, I'm I am. Uh, <clears throat> I'm just gonna like as and Rasmus is terrible at this. I I don't want to roll for this. I want to intentionally not be good at this. Okay. Uh, he he's he's not good at like being investigative. Like he's good at sussing people out the way that he, he handled the the situation with the woman. But like when there's subterfuge to be had, no, he may as well be the Pink Panther man. He's tripping over his own feet. <laughs> so he's he's very much like like almost a full turn. Like me? Oh, and then trip. Oh, over okay. <laughs> yeah, and like bumps into the side of the table on his way over there, but like straightens up. Like definitely nobody saw that. Even though those two women are looking directly at me as I did it. Um, but yeah, he'll he'll go over there. But he's gonna take a sweet time doing it because he wants to look like he's not like actively walking toward them. Um, he'll eventually settle at that side of the table, as as they call for him. Um, and basically just say, uh, yeah, I know you got other people to attend to, but he'll hit just some version of like, you know, you rang like they'll, uh, they look the, the one nearest to you gives us a smirk and says, please sit. Okay. And again, way too like abrupt, like a bird, like who's like looking around, he'll, he'll take a look and then pull out the chair and, and have a seat. Okay. It's not casual at all. No, no, I don't expect it to be. But it's loud as fuck. Like, it's it's the, like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, pull my leg up and cross it over there, but it's all the metal creaking and clanking in his armor while he's doing it. Like, How are you this, is, this is the coolest he's ever been, and it's real bad. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, fellow Barky. Bar yes. Yeah. yeah, it's that. Oh, yeah. Okay. 
How do you you, do you that, fellow Barovians? <laughs> uh, you do that. Uh, you, Rasmus, specifically notice that uh, these two individuals don't have that air of desolate feelings about them. Okay. There's something peculiar about them, at least to an extent. And okay. as uh, you do that, pivot back to the others of you, especially Bjorn and Aiden, if their drawings to be believed, are having quite a quite a good time on whatever we're, the beverage is here. We're drinking. I'm drinking on Kaz's money, by the way. I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm I'm the, part of the group here. Yes. This person finds their way over to you and makes it a point to say you seem as though you have something of an endeavor to undertake here and that is where we will cut things off well I've got an endeavor it's probably right? a good Ooh. no yeah. shut up Cassie cut it off I'm <laughs> drinking here no, yes I'm walking we, here. we know you are Cass. you get to drink for a week Kaz <laughs> me and me and Aiden are clanking our cups. We're gonna live here for the next couple of days, basically. <laughs> yes, this I'm is actually the beginning and the end of Curse of Straw. They're just gonna buy this bar, and that's <laughs> the we, we live out there. the rest of our days together. <laughs> I enjoy this idea. There we go. It's just and the confused it's, people it's they market for. The show is now called It's Never Sunny in Barovia. Yeah, yeah there you go. we're just transitioning <laughs> into a new show. Barovia. Yeah. Show, new campaign. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Tanner is Frank. <laughs> so Tanner is Frank. He's, he's, he's down in the basement painted black with his loot, or with his, his lyre, just like... <laughs> Kaz is Mac, I'm Dennis, and Hunter's Charlie. Lindsay's a bird. It's horse meat <laughs> soaked in booze. <laughs> Shut up, bird. Oh, oh, I look man. at Kaz and I'm like, you look at me when you talk to me. <laughs> I'm just, just going to look at you guys and go, let me guess. This has something a little bit to do, you know, with a carriage travel miles. You're trying to exchange some chickens that are, are contaminated for it. Is that what's going on? Is that what's happening here? And uh, and, <laughs> and uh, uh, what's her name? Sephoria. Her, uh, she, <laughs> well, is it not Sephora? What is it? Uh, Zephyra. Yeah. Zephyra. But I am going to name a brand. Sephora in the group chat. <laughs> Aiden, you're goddamn illiterate. <laughs> we need to pop a quick intervention on me because I can't read. You think there's a pirate behind that door? Immediately, though, you are versed in bird and Barovia law. <laughs> I am, yes. That's what that bird flying by was doing. That's bird law right there. <laughs> That's what that bird law was. Yeah. Oh. Welcome back, Cody. Oh, man, I really wish I hadn't. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for bringing me back. Instead of instead of saying that it looks like you have an endeavor to undertake, I just want the other guy when this episode ends to actually walk up and going, "What is your spaghetti policy here?" <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Just behind him and says, "Yes, I too like to make lethal weapon sequels." <laughs> That's good. That's okay. Good. Well, we're back. Uh, I, I okay. Legitimately, though, a strong I, will this, 
I want to say this on the air. I am actually very glad to be back. I enjoyed yeah. the last month, don't get me wrong, but I haven't run a game in a long time. And between that and the horrors, uh, oh, that was the horrors of Perryville. Yeah. Between that and the Hallow's Eve tales and everything, last month was incredible, but it was stressful as shit. It was incredibly <laughs> stressful. We were we did way yes. too much. We really took October seriously. I thought we knocked yes. it out of the park. But um, so many yes. good stuff came out of it. It's well, nice. Yes, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, it's not nice to go back hearts, to Squalor. But... Next year, we're going to plan an, more in advance. This was very much like a in, in September. We were like, oh, what if Let's we do just this. did shit all October and yeah. kept ourselves busy the whole time? And we got. So I am. Uh, so we got what? knockout performances by Lindsay, by Cody. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I made people think I'm a Kaz. Kaz was it? Tanner. Tanner. Uh, Steven. Was at some point. Yeah. Steven, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it was it was a lot, a lot of fun. So, yeah, we've been off for a week, but if you. Uh, somehow missed us in October, or if you were also busy with Halloween and everything, go back. Howl's Eve Tales, check it out. Um, Hunter, I'm thinking of doing one more. horror stories. Ooh. Well, hold it for next year. We don't I can't. Derek Boxdorfer is waiting. He you literally. Can write it now. Derek Boxdorfer literally texted me and was praising the entire series and said that the last episode left him wanting more. He doesn't want us to wait till next year. He wants he <laughs> wants more episodes. And I'm like, wait till next year. We might do some specials between now and then, but I I really like the idea of Halloween being like the you get a new season in Halloween. Do a a Christmas horror thing. Christmas special. We we talked about that. that. Lindsay and I talked about that. Yeah, about doing like a Christmas uh, horror series too. Because I just I don't want to wait till next October because I don't know if I'll be around or if the show will be around. Yes, you will. Legitimately, you know. I don't. I don't know about. I don't know about a Christmas horror series and that. I don't know that I'm prepared again in a month. I don't want to write two shows. Like an episode or two. Yeah. yeah. You can always just be like, you don't was... want to write two. I wrote two and I interpreted Tanner. <laughs> yeah. And that was like interpreting, you know, the mountain monsters guys trying to make that shit legible. It just hit Tanner handed you a note written on a napkin that said, girl, kill Sorry. girl, girl, love girl. <laughs> yeah. Pictogram. There, there was a bat That's birds involved. Not true. So anyway, I jumped way ahead of what we've been doing, but please, yes, go back and listen to yep. those things. Horrors of Perryville was also a lot of fun. We had three nice, tight, solid episodes of a, of a new installment there. Uh, for the first time, I felt like as the DM, I might have won since we started doing this show two and a half years ago. Oh, and hey, <laughs> hey, also that last episode, and, and by association, since the last episode tied into it so much, the last episode of the Hollow's Eve Tales really tied into the yes. Horrors of Perryville, which kind of yeah, makes all the episodes over. tie into it too. So it was... Uh, yeah, it, it was the pretty cool, man. Universe. Yeah, it's the PZ eighty five cinematic universe. Yes, you got to yep. go back to to get it all together. All the uh, horror, but this horror. this has been a lot of fun to get to get back to. I I don't get to play enough tabletop, and so legitimately, I, I want to thank I Cody on the air for for doing this because he's doing a great job, despite how much we joke and 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 play and stuff like. But that's part of the fun, it's man. Going well. It's that's a part lot of the fun. fun. Yeah, yes. and people that are listening, I think I, I know the people that are listening really enjoy the banter, the jokes. It's it, I know this is a very serious campaign, this but we're also here like to have being fun. at a tabletop. Table. Right. Yeah. I mean that's right. that's what it would be like. We were not just sit here and play roles the entire time. Right. So. I couldn't do that. I, I couldn't. I couldn't be that serious that long. Uh, we're just not those me. kind of people. No. No. That's just not how it works. No. Unless I'm no. getting paid, that. you pay mm-hmm. me, I'll suck anything. We, t- we tried that even during uh, at, at Hunter's house. Uh, that, the very first, yeah, the first yeah. go round, yeah, yeah. Jesse so, broke it, it's not a, he struck a good balance of like 
we do it and it's not actually in the game and we get it out of our system and then we play the game. Yeah. And happy birthday, Jesse. Yeah, happy birthday, All right, Jesse. Sarah. Motherfucker, motherfucker got married and now he gets a birthday? God damn. Fucking Christ's oh, favorite son. Where does it end, honestly? Yeah. <laughs> Things have been going too well for, for Jesse Kimball for too long. I'm changing like his name see. right now to Christ's favorite son and I'm going to destroy him. <laughs> I mean, if you really wanted to make him feel bad, you could just rename him Lisa Simpson and then just fight that all night. <laughs> that would really just ruin the whole thing. That actually breaks his heart. I can't do yes. that. That actually I, hurts I him. I would leave yeah. the group chat for an indeterminate oh, amount of yeah. time. All right. All right, so wrap that it up. That was all the stuff we did before. <laughs> what are we doing this week? Tomorrow, we've almost definitely got a new PWU. Uh, we we have to. We have so much to talk yeah, about. Right, so the, the 24-7 title. went on a date. Crown Jewel happened. Um, Theory is no longer the money in the bank. Uh, Braun Strowman is the that. dumbest person in wrestling. Absolutely. Um, Logan Paul may be the most talented person to ever take on a wrestler sport. who is yeah. also kind of a wrestler Good now. Yeah, that God, is, it's ridiculous. Everything is upside down. Dogs and cats are living together. It's mass That's hysteria. Yeah. So we haven't done PW in a while. It's 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 coming your way tomorrow. Thursday. Yeah. Is the very first installment of Nostalgic November. Which Lindsay had uh, a topic Dark. for last week, and I actually really like yes. it. Uh, it's our. What We're is gonna it, just use that. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. is it? Tell everybody. It is uh, five commercials that have stuck with you over the years. I love I am that because on like eight of them right now. Yeah, so. I have so many commercials, and like I said, yep. Jesse could just hear the still drums from Girls Gone Wild in his head right <laughs> oh, now. <trip>. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no! And then uh, so many Friday, late what's nights. Friday? What's the stand-up Friday? specials? Uh, what's Friday look like? I close at so, the job, but it can it can be some nostalgic horses. Maybe some late time horses. These are horses yeah, from a different horses. era. Yeah, horses you know? at a different. Th- these are daylight saving shifted horses. Yes, prehistoric <laughs> horses. These are these are time horses for sure. Time, the time horses. Okay, well. Yeah. I like, yeah. I'm I like that, that one. Yeah, I like that Dolly here. Put, please, um, yeah. everybody, make some pictures and then we're put like, one. We're, we're put like one, uh, tar- tarpons. Put one in there that's like Shannon Young, if he existed. By okay. By um, Salvatore Sincere. Salvatore Sincere. Uh, and then we're back next week, Cody. Unless there's anything ongoing, I don't know about. We are. We'll be back for episode two of Act Two of the Curse of Strahd. Right? Yeah, I think that's what we're gonna have. So <laughs> that was it. Jumping Jeff Farmer. We go to that interview now with Cody. Yep. And we're here. Cody. Is that what we're doing next week? Yep. Yep. <laughs> and we're gonna go full. Force. Okay, anyway. <laughs> wrap it up. Cody, wrap it up. Somebody wrap it up. I'm tired of talking. Yep. Alright, so that is all for this episode of PZ85 Plays Dumpster Fire R Us, the campaign. It's great. I'm very happy to be here, and so are the rest of us. For uh, the man who had to go back to his home forest, Tanner, uh, for Double H playing Rasmus, for Aiden Valmont, a.k.a. Shannon, for Kaz the Bjorn Hunter, and for Zephyr Arjanasi, because yes, I'm going to pronounce it different at the end than at the beginning, because fuck you, that's why. Sephora. I'm the Dungeon Master Cody Sandusky saying thank you for listening. We'll be back next week, and let's see what else we can have happen in the village of Barovia. <laughs>